0: Very few sectors can relate to a staggering financial loss of around $370 billion to its industry. The COVID-19 pandemic's reign of terror left the aviation sector coping with that loss, with airports and air navigation service providers losing a further $115 billion and $13 billion respectively. In this episode, we look at the trends that will drive aviation recovery in 2022, especially in Africa. Good morning Africa. Welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything business in Africa. I am Rutha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial. And you can find me at Ruther Dong. The last two years have been tumultuous for the aviation sector. The International Civil Aviation Organization forecasts a grim future that improves subject to effectiveness of the pandemic management and vaccine rollout across the world. Now, as the sector plots its recovery, we speak to Derek Nseko from Airspace Africa to enlighten us on the aviation trends for 2022. What is the general overview of the aviation sector in Africa?
1: The bottom line is this industry is still very much in a struggle for survival, and it has been uh, for the past 18 months. Airlines have taken on huge debt in the last couple of years, and that will definitely continue affecting them for the next few years. Governments continue to fail to learn the lessons uh, of COVID-19 and of the various variants that are coming around. So that and their reaction to the variants that will come through in 2022 definitely going to affect travel and they're going to affect the nature uh, of of the recovery uh, for air transport in 2022. We still do not have a coordinated travel protocol across the world. Now, according to the International Air Transport Association (IATA), airlines lost 138 billion in 2020, and the projection for 2021 was that airlines would lose about 52 billion US dollars. And going into 2022, uh, the outlook shows that airlines will lose; the the losses will go down to about 11 billion US dollars. So, definitely signs that there is some form of recovery happening in the aviation industry and the trouble is getting back to what we know uh, it it, it can be and what it used to be, especially in 2019. But the industry will continue to be affected by the coronavirus pandemic and uh, our reaction uh, to that and uh, our continued acceleration of vaccination across the board will be a key driver for the industry getting into 2022.
0: Why has the recovery of the industry been pegged to domestic travel?
1: driver, as it has been for the past one year, is uh, domestic air transport markets, uh, which have been really the saving grace for the air transport industry, uh, especially because they're not affected by these cross-border restrictions around the world. So countries that have large domestic markets tend to have uh, a, a better recovery uh, in terms of the aviation sector, as uh, the domestic industry is a little bit more active.
0: What is the contribution of e-commerce to the recovery of the aviation industry in Africa?
1: Another driver for the industry going forward, and this has been particularly huge for Africa. The corona pandemic has really brought about a growth in e-commerce and has changed uh, uh, the cargo industry immensely. The airlines generally are coming around to the importance of strengthening uh, their their cargo departments, and uh, we'll see that even in the fleet fleet growth of of African airlines going forward. Uh, towards the end of the year, Air uh, Tanzania made an order for a seven six seven freighter from from Boeing as part of its order at the Dubai Air Show. So I think we'll see more African airlines ordering freighter aircraft, even dedicated freighter. Uh, but uh, the great thing as well is that the cargo capacity is, is going up uh, as well as we come into 2021 as airlines try and uh, start bringing back the aircrafts that have been, uh, that have been inactive and on the ground uh, through 2020. So the barely capacity that has been lacking in the industry. In about November, capacity was only down about 5% compared to 2019 levels. However, cargo demand on the African continent has been on the up. Uh, pretty much throughout the year. In
0: 2022, will we be seeing the partnership strand take off?
1: There's been a trend from 2021 uh, of airlines getting into more and more partnerships. And uh, my hope is that we'll see more of that as we get into 2022. Uh, I think uh, the, the, the headline story uh, among all the partnerships was SAA and Kenya Airways' intention to partner up and uh, the intention to form some sort of Pan-African uh, airline group. Uh, we will see that relationship developing as we get into 2022. We'll also see the relationship between Randeir and uh, Qatar also take on its shape as uh, Qatar is is buying uh, a majority stake in Randeir. Last year, they sealed an interline agreement. They sealed a code share that will allow Rande, uh to access American market that relationship is definitely set to strengthen uh, we've also had some startups uh, announced in 2021 and uh, we should see uh, especially uh, the the partnership between Congo and uh, and Ethiopia who are set to start another airline in Air Congo so we expect that to uh, to, to cut some wings in 2022 as well so that is one to look out for.
0: The recovery of the mice industry, how crucial is this in 2022?
1: And now with the vaccination uh, going on and with more and more African Africans uh, getting vaccinated, uh, the events industry is, is getting back online. Uh, that should be very exciting and that should be another driver as well uh, for, for, for the aviation industry, the mice industry. Uh, should start to experience its, its recovery that has been much, much slower uh, than, uh, than aviation, travel and tourism. Uh, so we should see more aviation events. Uh, we we had uh, a sneak peek uh, into the future of that at the Dubai Airshow, which was so, so successful. Uh, so we expect to see some of the headline events as well uh, on the African continent get back to being in-person events. So that is something to look out for
0: what's the general outlook for the sector in 2022?
1: Generally, the outlook and for the African continent as well uh, is optimistic, but cautiously so. uh, Another area that uh, we need to look at is uh, the potential for Africa opening up its skies. Uh, The single African air transport market still very much lagging. Last year, uh, we had uh, the African continental free trade area finally taking a huge leap and, uh, uh, you know, realizing itself. And uh, the single African air transport market is a complementary initiative to that as well as part of uh, the broader integration agenda of the African Union for Africa. So uh, uh, hopefully it will take its shape as well. Uh, Just a week or so ago, the African Civil Aviation Commission, (AfCAC), which is this executing agency, of the single African air transport market appointed uh, a new uh, director general. Uh, so uh, hopefully that will give uh, the initiative some new impetus going into 2022. 2022. Very important for African aviation going forward, especially after the biggest crisis in aviation in, uh, in the aviation industry. Open skies and liberalised transport market is it's a key driver uh, for any aviation industry that is serious about growth. So, obviously, continued hope for that, uh, but uh, cautious uh, knowing that we're still very much a long way off achieving the single African air transport market.
0: That was Derek Nseko, CEO, Airspace Africa. <music> Now, a quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Africa experienced the highest volume of cyber attacks in 2021 across the five surveyed regions, according to a report by Checkpoint Research. Across the continent, organizations had to contend with an average of 1,582 cyber attacks per week, an increase of 13% from 2020. Kenya suffered the second highest cyber attacks in Africa after Nigeria, with 32.8 million attacks in the first six months of 2021, according to Checkpoint Report. Education sector experienced the highest volume of attacks, with an average of 1,605 attacks per organization weekly, an increase of 75% from 2020. Government and military sectors had 1,136 attacks per week, a 40% increase, followed by the communication industry that had 1,079 attacks weekly, a 51% increase. The report shows that one of the biggest challenges facing the security practitioners is the Gen V attacks, which is a combination of a wide breadth of threats, large-scale attacks, and a broad attack surface. The International Monetary Fund has concluded its first virtual consultation with Cameroon regarding the three-year program under the extended fund Facility, EFF, and the Extended Credit Facility, ECF, which was approved by the end of July 2021. The visit focused on establishing economic and financial policies that could support the fund's executive board's approval for the first official review, which is due to take place next month. A successful review will see Cameroon receive a disbursement from the IMF worth around $115.7 million. In its statement regarding the consultation, the IMF noted that Cameroon's economic prospects remain largely positive, although various uncertainties persist. The government has been prudent in terms of spending as budget execution as at the end of September 2021 was in line with the revised budget law approved in July last year. While oil revenues have been underperforming, the country's non-oil sector has been robust. Assuming that the COVID-19 pandemic continues to retreat in 2022, further strong growth is on the cards in the non-oil sector. (music) Namibia's external debt climbed higher in quarter three of 2021. The total private and public external debt stock increased by 12% year-on-year to $8.8 billion at the end of quarter three 2021, Mainly due to increased government borrowing from multilateral institutions during this period. Furthermore, the depreciation of the Namibian dollar during Quarter 3, 2021, exacerbated the increase in external debt in local currency terms on a quarterly basis. Looking closer at the breakdown of external debt, the public debt stock component increased by 23% year on year in Quarter 3 to $3.6 billion mainly attributable to a sharp increase in multilateral loans during this period. Moreover, private external debt increased by 5.9% year-on-year to $5.2 billion, primarily reflecting higher intercompany lending from foreign parent companies to their Namibian subsidiaries. The majority, 59% of the country's total external debt, is still owed by the private sector. Ghana's annual inflation rate accelerated for the seventh straight month to 12.6% in December of 2021 from 12.2% in November. That is the highest rate since May of 2017, exceeding the Bank of Ghana's target bond of 6% to 10% for the fourth straight month. Non-food price growth accelerated to 12.5% from 11.6% in November, amid rising prices of house and utilities and transportation, while food inflation slowed to 12.8% from 13.1%. On a monthly basis, consumer prices went up 1.2% following a 1.4% increase in the primum. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial and you can find me at with